So the backstory for the Flying Goblin Foot is, so, in high school, Chris started, like, this D&D, it was D&D, right? It was Dungeons and Dragons. It was, yes. But it was, like, the homebrew kind of thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was not, like, straight D&D, it was just, we were, we're doing an around. RPG, let's go with it. Anyway, so, like, yeah. we did that a couple of times, and during one of the sessions, we killed a bunch of goblins, and I don't remember exactly what happens, but... Like, a severed goblin's foot sprouted wings and started flying around after us, and we kind of adopted it as a pet. Why? Why did it... Chris, explain yourself. Because Conrad. Oh. Was he DM? No, I was. Then... Somebody, I think, tried bewitching it. Uh... (laughs) It was a lot of fun. We called it Flahigelderp. But... No, see, I don't think it was Flahigelderp. I think Flahigelderp was the piece of loincloth that conrad also took from that uh homeless guy i swear <laughs> after i swear him. we named the the foot flahigelderp see i don't remember which one one of them had a flahigelderp and the other one had like bob or ted there or something really stupid like goblin basic. Feet. no there was one one flying goblin foot one flying piece of loincloth so i've been using flahigelderp since then for just everything random but i've always had it in my head as the flying goblin foot, <laughs> Flahigelderp. Anyway, hello everyone. Um, we are, I don't, I don't know if we even came up with our official name yet, but it's FGF, uh, short for Flying Goblin Foot Podcast. Um, it'll have an official name or something. Uh, but we're just here to talk about games Lugus. and maybe get into depth. I don't know. I'm Chris. Lugus. Oh, I'm Nathan. <laughs> I was so confused. You kept being like Fligaf. Every time. Well, it's FGF. It's It's the Fugaf podcast. Right. I'm Zach. Anyways. So, yeah. Well, Chris, Um, what are we playing today? We're not playing anything. We're not playing. We're just talking. talking. Oh, I'm playing right now. I'm flying through a world. Oh. Well, we're just talking. So the basic premise. Did you know? No, no, no. First first things first. Did you know that there are now um, uh, chimneys in villages? They put cobblestone. No, no, no. It, it is. Oh. They put cobblestone bricks and then a cobblestone fence on top. And I think inside, yeah, there's an actual furnace and then bricks on the ground. That's revolutionary. Right. All right. Sorry, you were saying something. Yeah, I was. Um, we're just. No, Chris was saying something. I was I'd saying wonder... something too. Go, Zach. Basic premise of this is we're just gonna talk about games, and in the beginning, we're gonna give like overview stuff for certain games. Like, today we're going to be talking about Minecraft, so we'll talk about kind of, like, our history with the game, our first interactions, interesting things we found, etc., etc. And then maybe later on down the line, we'll do more episodes, possibly getting more into specific things. And that'll um, that'll also apply to other games as well. Just found the dopest cave. Right. <laughs> well, I gotta turn my brightness up. <laughs> So, so Nathan here is yeah. going to be half distracted throughout this. No, this will be interesting. I'm going to be, listen, listen, I'm going to have hands on. Uh, if, 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 if we run into something like, oh, I can't remember that. I'll be like, give me two seconds. I'll figure it out. I'm literally just flying in circles around a village right now. It's no brain power is going into the game right now. And no game brain power is coming out of it. Oh, well, whatever. What talking about? Moving on. I'm 20 gigs of RAM going into this, and it's still... <laughs> Anyways. Um, so we so. should start with... Uh, um, Basic history, oh, I think. Like... Nobody, nobody, no, nobody prepared. Does anybody have notes? 
Yes. Oh, really? Okay, okay. Well, because... No, like, kind if, of. if we want to talk about the history of the game, we should get some facts going. Oh, see, when I was talking about history, I meant, like, our personal history with the game. Although, yeah, I do like the idea of giving a general history of the game as well. Let's let's say someone's listening to this, like, I heard about that game, Minecraft. It looks like shit. I'd like to know more about it. That's actually a really good then idea to we give should have, yeah, background. That was, like, that a was, brief background. See, when I think you think... I don't envy whoever is editing this. Uh, that would uh, be fine. me or you. <laughs> Anyways, I, I, what are you cutting? Nothing needs to be cut so far. This is all gold. Yeah, honestly, same. <laughs> uh, I think we should just stick with the uh, we just don't edit at all and just throw it up when, like this. When I, exactly. <laughs> what, what I was saying was that um, we do the history and then our history. That was history of the game and then our history with the game. I'm pretty sure I said that exactly. I sent it. You just chose to interpret it your own way. Possibly. You know what awesome. your voice sounds like right then, just a second ago? It sounded like What's that? the first episode of Red vs. Blue microphone. Yeah? Oh my yeah. gosh, yes. That is exactly what it <laughs> sounds like. I don't even know like. what they even recorded on. But we're not here Probably to talk headsets. about Red vs. Blue. We're here to talk about Minecraft. So, um, who who here is most knowledgeable about Minecraft? Or are we all about the same? I feel like I have a good amount of knowledge, but I also have Gamepedia in front of me. <laughs> oh, damn. That's cheating. Right. Although that's yeah. actually a really good idea. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Then, then Minecraft first came out as classic. Well, what is now called Aww, classic. I kind of wanted to see like how much pro- we could just prototype. remember off of the top of our heads. <laughs> Go for uh, it. Let's see. Zach, oh, oh god. When did the first instance of Minecraft come? Okay, Trivia so games. okay, I like so. It. So Notch invented mine, Minecraft, right? All right. So so that yes. was like 2000. When did it come and, out? And then wait, um... wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. I can do this. Let's see. We started playing Minecraft in. I think it was 2011. 2000... Yeah, because we didn't start. My, uh, it was sophomore year in high school. Yeah. Yeah, and it we were in. It was still in beta, wasn't it? Oh yeah, definitely. It was in beta at that point. Yeah, yes. it was still beta. Um, so it couldn't have been out for. So I'm going to say 2009. I don't even think it was 2009. You... I'm thinking it was more closer no, to... No, Nathan is correct. Really? I was going to say 2008. Yep. The same year Pre-classic, Assassin's Creed came out. Which is like the first conceptual thing that Notch did. And I, I don't remember. Um, I think it was like one of the the develop for like a week type of games. Um, but he, he brought it out between... Let's see, it's May 10 to May 16 is according to the wiki. Uh, and from May 16 onward till the November 10 of 2009, then it was just official classic, meaning he started adding a couple new blocks, a little more options than just, you know, walking around in this world that he created. And I, w- I wonder how many people actually had the game legit at that time, because most people at NBA were playing cracked versions. Oh yeah, definitely. It was like everyone <laughs> no. got it off the one flash drive and then it just like spread like wildfire. Yeah. I believe um classic Minecraft was very much free. Oh really? I I think it was simply because it was like there was so basic it was more of a concept mm-hmm. than a game. See, I don't okay. remember it actually costing money until it actually released. Uh, no, it definitely did cost money. Uh, I remember buying it either in very late alpha or early beta, and it, at that point it was like fourteen bucks. Yeah, it was super cheap. Yeah. Oh, maybe yep. I'm thinking about when it released. It was like, oh wow, this jumped up in price a lot. Because I bought it when it was in beta too. So, uh, Classic Creative was still available for free on Minecraft's website. 
Um, so they did not start charging for it yet. I think it was in dev is when it might have started being charged, or maybe inf dev, which I, I don't know. It, the, the naming's interesting. Yeah, it's INDEV versus INFDEV, like normal dev versus infinite dev. Mm. I think that's when the infinite world started coming along. Okay. Um, but really, it's that's when Minecraft was just kind of catching up. Like, you have some weird sprites. There is um, the Rana mob, which is basically this chick with a frog costume. <laughs> like, doesn't look Minecraft at all. Yeah. Just throwing stuff in there, seeing how it works. Um, not even the nethers in here at this point. Um, I think nether was added late alpha. And alpha is when it started gaining traction. There you go. In dev, it was originally purchased. Five bucks is when they started charging it. I don't know. How Are we going to segue from just the game history into our own personal history? Because I'm... Yeah, yeah. First time I ever saw anything for Minecraft was my freshman year in high school. And I was on a bus. I, I think we were going to a music tour. Um, and uh, you remember Todd? I, don't, I, I think I asked you already, Chris, about this, but... Yeah, I never met him. Yeah, but um, we were on the bus and we were going to this, this just this other town because we were on a music tour. And he had his laptop out and he was playing this game. And I remember looking at it going, this looks like a piece of shit. What the? What are you playing right now? Because there's just like these blocks, and it had to have been very early beta, because it mm. still had that wasn't quite finished look to it. But yeah. I was watching him play. I'm just like, this looks so dumb. And he's just blocks and stuff. Like, what's the point? And he's like, oh no no no, it's a lot of fun. You gotta like play and like build and stuff. And you do things. I'm just like, all right, that's really boring. And then I went off and did something else. And I forgot about it for the <laughs> longest time. And then I think it was sophomore year after meeting you for the first time i don't i honestly cannot remember after that my next interaction with it it was just no minecraft and all of a sudden oh i'm playing minecraft and i do not remember how it started <laughs> and i'm pretty sure it was either you or conrad who introduced me to it that's the beauty of minecraft is no matter who plays it well maybe not no matter who but when you start playing it you're you're that's it you start and then you don't stop you take breaks, mm -hmm. but it's you can play for so many hours, and it just your life is gone. I I remember I think my first interaction. I didn't even have it on my computer. I had to have it on my friend's computer, um, because my computer was a dinosaur. Um, he, and <laughs> this is Will. I don't know if you remember Will, Chris. Yeah, yeah, it's hard not to remember him. But <laughs> we we would take turns playing it, and just because it was something to do, and he couldn't play his games. But after high school, he kind of actually after I was done being roommates with him, he kind of dropped off. But I just remember days when I didn't have homework, or well, no, I probably did have homework, <laughs> just sitting at the computer and just playing nonstop. Well, and that's I like... think this is. Sorry, mm -hmm. sorry. Continue. I can. I'll put it I, later. This is the only game I I know of that I have played through the night. Pulling all nighters, <laughs> playing a video game has just been Minecraft, and it's like, man, this is fun. Oh, we're making some progress. All right. Well, I should probably go eat. It's probably been you know two hours. You look, and it's the next day. It's like, oh well, okay. All right, sure. 
yeah, that's just all gone. But yeah, it's like because in <laughs> high school we would have our weekends would be more or less free, and then you'd have homework. But who cares, right? And we would we would do that. I remember specifically a couple of times. Like I would be up in your room, Chris, and we would just be hanging out, and it would be like I don't know. Thanks for inviting me to that, by the way. <laughs> and like it'd be three o'clock on a Saturday, and then we'd just start playing Minecraft. And then the next I'd notice, it would be like 8 o'clock the next day. And that we did that a couple of times. We'd just sit there for like 8, 10 hours of just Minecraft and nothing else. And that's one of the it only games that I've ever done that in. Yeah. Yeah, I, see, I started, um, for a little backstory to listeners, uh, we went to uh, just a boarding school so we could all live in the dorms. Um <clears throat> When I was first checking it out, I went down for what they call Academy Days, which is, hey, you, you check it out, see if you actually want to go. Um, and one of the guys that I met down there showed me Minecraft. I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. And uh, looking at the, the dates, I'm kind of thinking I saw Alpha. So I, I had never heard of it before then. I, I saw Alpha, played around with it a little bit. I went back home and uh downloaded a cracked version for a bit and kept playing and then eventually was like hey uh i want to buy this so i picked it up either alpha or beta and i spread it throughout my high school that i was at at the time and we had a full server that went on for at least a year and it was really cool because everyone helped pitch in money they'd throw me a couple bucks at high school uh, every month and we'd we'd be renting this big server and it we lost it. it. It was it was a lot of fun, but the server host that we used at the time had died, and we didn't have any backups. So, yeah. Um, but fast forward, then then I went to the academy. I met Zach and Nathan, and uh, we started doing our own stuff again. And like we would have uh, LAN parties where we set it up, and everyone would just start building or creating and stuff. Or um, at one time we had our friend Conrad who would be basically like the god of the world and he'd fly around and set up pumpkins or, you know, whatever, just do all these random stuff and we'd try to appease him. Um, but it, <laughs> it, was, awesome. it was fun. It was a lot of yeah. fun. Um, but Minecraft has always been pretty important to uh, me at least because it's a lot of fun of just exploring and then building whatever you want. It's one of the first games where it's like you can actually do almost anything you want within of course the creative guidelines but it's really expandable and kind of never-ending so uh, just a random side note you remember how hard it used to be to set up a server just remember how much not hard like there was so much more work you had to do to put into like to actually making a (laughs) server back then the only thing that i remember that was really hard was sometimes having to clean up entities because people were just killing stuff or blowing stuff up, and then the <laughs> server started lagging. It was like, oh, let's delete everything. Ah, uh, yes, the classic server scrub. Mm-hmm. But, no, it, it actually wasn't all that bad. It, it did help that I had that old ancient computer that I just hosted everything Oh, God, that's of. right. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, man. It lived on top of my fridge for so long. Do you still Wait, have why that? why in your fridge? Because I had, I was the RA that last year. It was his mini fridge. And I had all my power. Yeah. So it it was using the other all my power plug. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Cool. Do you still still have that computer? I actually do somewhere. (laughs) It's not worth it. (laughs) It's it's basically a paperweight (laughs) by now. Yeah. 
basically. Gosh. I have much better computers to run things on now if I want. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> dude, that that thing was ancient in 2000 and, like, what was that, 13? Yeah, but I will tell you what. It was an Acer computer, and those things have, like, they're not great. Yes. But they last. Like, they just run. <laughs> Damn. All right. <sighs> so, what would you guys say the best quality of Minecraft is? Me personally, I think one of the best things about Minecraft is just like I I don't know how to say it in a specific way, but it's basically it's it's the unending possibility, which sounds super cliche, but it's true. Because it's one of those games that you can always find something to do no matter what. And even if you've done it a thousand times, it's still interesting and entertaining. And because it's, you'll find things like a house floating over a giant empty pit. <laughs> Like what I'm staring at right now? The glitches in Minecraft are what make it super fun. I don't even know if that's technically a glitch. It's just the world creation. But, I mean, it's one of those games. There's not very many games where you can just go forever. But Minecraft is one of them. I thought there was a limit. No, no, not anymore. I mean, Technically, there is by the Far Lands, but it's uh, realistically the amount that you'd ever use a Minecraft world there is not a limit okay cool it's kind of like the universe where realistically it does have like a i don't know kind of an end where there's just maybe stuff that doesn't you know exist outside the borders but you're not going to get to that anytime soon i mean unless you like try and speed run your way to the edge of the world but i mean if you're playing the game to play the game yeah you could play it for the rest of your life and still do stuff. Yeah. No, for me, my thing on Minecraft, I, I think it's tied. Uh, the one feature that I think is amazing is the generation because you can fly through or adventure through. And it is really hard not to, within even just a simple hour of exploring or finding where you want to put base or whatever, several locations where it's like whoa that would be a really cool place to have a bridge or that would be a cool place to have a temple or whatever because the generation is just so uh sporadic but cool sometimes like sometimes generation is just boring but Mm. then there's other times where it's like oh wow this could be you know several things all at once um so i think that's the big thing minecraft has for it uh but i think that's also tied with the feature of shulker boxes (laughs) Because those things are amazing. Shulker boxes. You mean <laughs> and I'm backpacks, really excited. right? No, 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 no. Shulker boxes. Yeah, no, they're literally But just I'm excited for the upcoming backpacks. They're just backpacks. That's all shulker boxes are. But there's there's, there's a new bag coming up. They're actually a new doing update. bags, really? Dude, Hex... Yeah, you can fit up to 64 of anything. Technic Yay. and Hex have had backpacks forever. Look, we could have implemented it years ago. Yes... I, I think it's I think you we, we will we might have to have at least a subsection of this somewhere in the future but mine uh, when they when they announced the new version where they're doing the caves and cliffs update mm. um, they did some background discussion on why they chose to wait so long of expanding your inventory and the reasons they wanted to uh, make it so it felt minecraft instead of just tacked on yeah I guess that makes sense yeah, that's, it was really interesting. And I think that leads into my favorite bit about Minecraft is how versatile it is and how you can take the base game and play it and it's amazing and wonderful and everything we love about Minecraft. But then you can do 
what I'm doing, you can throw on shaders and texture packs, and then there's a million mod packs that make the game so much more, and it, it, it can improve the experience tenfold by just making little tweaks. And then Mojang will see that, be like, wow, people really like this tweak. We should maybe they implement that. Like, horses, the biggest update, the first biggest update besides after, before the ocean one, and just something that the community liked. They're like, fuck yeah, let's put that in our game. And still yet no Aether. All right, well. Give it time. They're reworking exactly. the caves, which exactly. is way beyond due. Gosh, so. I, we definitely will have to go off and do specific episodes on like Technic or maybe our just favorite mod packs. But Technic for sure, because it's one of the oldest and most influential of the mod packs, I think. Yeah. Yes. My favorite was Hexit. Hexit and Technic both were the biggest. And I yeah. remember them. Technic from, like, was the launcher. Techit was the pack. Right. That's what I meant. Techit. Yep. <laughs> I loved, oh my good, doing computers and reactors. Oh, that was so much fun. <laughs> The thermodynamic stuff. So that's that's a cool thing about Minecraft is because it both follows real life and and diverges from it so yeah. well because you can mm. technically live a quote real ish life in Minecraft by just doing things that you can only do in real life. But at the same time, you can also do so much more that's just insane and crazy and it's amazing. It's one of the reasons. It's not something I'm super into. But it's one of the reasons why the Minecraft roleplay community is so big. Like, you have people, and they sell maps, uh, like, especially on the Bedrock version, because it's really easy to monetize. Uh, they they have so many maps out there for roleplaying in a city or roleplaying at high school or whatever. And it's giving people other options to experience um, just f- fun scenarios or living out different scenarios they can't in normal life. Mm. Um, and... It's just another way to use Minecraft. They might not be interested in building or crafting or fighting or anything, but just having a world to explore in and play with is really cool. It kind of reminds me of, with the whole COVID thing, um, all the graduations were canceled, and Minecraft made a graduation map where you could go through and just hang out with people and celebrate the graduation together. So it does give... And more, uh, just more options. I um actually on on in that regard with the whole Minecraft and online, but for the real world kind of thing, that reminds me of this one thing that they did, which is it's kind of somber, but it's still really cool. They built this library on a server, and it was supposed to be representing like all of these journalists who have been killed for basically speaking the truth, and it has all of their basically everything they've ever done as journalists that was trying to get censored in different countries and stuff. And because it's on a server, it's international, which means that all of their works are accessible by anyone on this library thing. And it's actually, I visited it and it's really cool. And that just goes to show like it's one of those things. Minecraft is an avenue for more than just entertainment and playing a game. It, It is absolutely bringing people together like zach didn't you meet someone from from australia playing minecraft or is that something like on the the... oh that was australia i have met a couple people from different countries playing minecraft although some of them also became it was from the forums which is minecraft forums but it's still like yes it is from minecraft and there's a couple people from all over like i know a guy from greece that i met playing minecraft in the forums uh a couple guys from australia 
the Builders Coalition you were part of? Was, we that invented that. Yeah, well, didn't you get a bunch of people, or am I just tripping? Yeah. I'm going to let Chris no, talk we, about we... this if we're going to go oh. into it right now. <laughs> okay. Towards the end, or it was probably the beginning to middle of my senior year of high school, um, we had started up a building group because we're like, hey, it would be really cool to build up these maps and send it online and let people you know, play them because we, we were playing through several of these pre-created maps and like, we can do that. Uh, they're a lot of fun. So why not, you know, try making more stuff so other people can enjoy it. And uh, we started off with our first map of Wrath of the God and it's actually still out there on planet Minecraft. Um, it is not amazing. Hashtag not a plug. It was, <laughs> it was really cool to see. Was, um, and from when, when I left, uh, the academy because I, we finally had internet access in the academy there was uh, not really ready internet access until the very end and so uh, by then I I had access to internet outside the world and I could have a, an official server and we started advertising on Minecraft forums where we met um, boy uh, some of our biggest helpers we had one member from uh, Norway another from the Netherlands, um, another admin that we had from Australia, and someone from, it might have been Tennessee or Alabama, somewhere in the south. Um, and like the, just people we met, uh, they worked with us, they kept building stuff together, and we had some massive maps. We actually did a couple commission maps uh, to really just the money went to keeping the server running. Um, and but people wanted like server spawns. We had a floating server spawn called Asri, and that is also on planet Minecraft. I still think it's cool. I'm very proud of that one. Um, we also had a project that we were working on forever called Project Medieval, and that one is also on planet Minecraft, um, where we wanted to make the kind of MMO. And so we have this massive detailed world, at least in the areas we were working on. And then we wanted to populate it with all these RPG things. But uh, unfortunately, uh, school started getting too busy and not enough, not enough people had, had the time to, uh, to put towards it. And so we kind of shut it down from there. But the one claim I can say, aside from the amazing stuff we did and the cool people we got to work with is, uh, we left, said we were shutting down on planet Minecraft. And then I just stopped looking and I came back a couple months later and like there were all these comments from other people from the forums going like, whoa, you guys were one of the big guys here. Um, and so that was always really cool because it's like when you're in on something, just playing or working on it, it's like, no, nah, this is just my thing. But when you see people's views from the outside, it's like, wow, okay, maybe we did more than what we thought. I don't know. Yeah, dang. Um, yeah, but it, it was a lot of fun, a lot of good memories, uh, met a lot of people and – well worth it i do sometimes wonder what would happen if we went on that full time instead maybe we could have been one of the big building groups mm -hmm. that exist now um but i don't know it was fun totally recommend if you're interested in building uh give it a try just build with friends and see what comes of it yeah i i would think i joined at some point i only helped on one project don't remember what it was i didn't do a whole lot i just ended up not doing not engaging in the coalition for very long i don't remember much about it but i do remember that some of the projects you guys were working on really cool i don't know which one it was but 
I went in um, and I helped with some sort of sewer system. I don't know if you remember which one that was. Yes, was the... that was Project Medieval. Yeah. Wasn't that in the big city? Because I remember the sewer yeah. system specifically. Yeah. Was that the one where I was making the hidden cult temple, or was that in the other one? It is it, still there. It is? Yeah. Oh, I gotta go look at that. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that just goes back to versatility. You can make a company out of it, out of a video game. Yeah, you got people all over. I mean, shout-outs to a couple of probably my favorite content creators. Uh, you have Scar, or Good Games with Scar, I think he is. Um, Bumbo Jumbo, Grian, like, they all do Hermitcraft stuff right now, which is always really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But, like, you have people who just started playing the game, and they made a living with it, and now, in several situations, they're actually teaming up with the Minecraft company itself, uh, doing things like the... Um, Oh, whatever it's called. The big big Minecraft show where they do once a year, the Minecon. Um, but it's just cool. It's like it was just people who decided to start doing YouTube videos and having fun with it and it turned out to be a full time job for them. So Zach and I have tried several times to uh start our own Minecraft series. Um we never we got more one than time. like what, three episodes in? I think did we, we only, only do it one done time? once. And it was pretty I, good. Well, we just I know we had two it. pilot episodes. I know we have we've done two pilot episodes. Well, okay, we've done more than just Minecraft. We've done a lot of video games, but yes. I, I only remember one Let's Play for Minecraft. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, maybe two. But because the first one got two. corrupted. Two. Two. Yeah. Uh, the the first one definitely fell through. The second one we just never came back to. Yeah. But we it wasn't we bad. moved on to bigger games. <laughs> Which also fell through. Which I mean, we did the Just Cause series, and that went well. We we got like youtube.com <laughs> slash the Twins of Candlebury if you're interested. We got like Shameless three plug. episodes into there. It wasn't even that much. Correct. But episode two, <laughs> that was a banger. It was that, was that intro. Episode. The best part of that uh, that whole episode was the intro. I don't know what that Speaking says. Speaking of, <laughs> um, maybe just a quick quick uh, drop here. Um, we we've been talking about a little bit and if there's enough or like if we have the desire to go forward with it we may end up doing a let's play for minecraft just because again it's versatile and it's a lot of fun and it's always really easy to record so we'll see where that goes it's a super chill thing too so it's pretty easy to just kind of do well i'll tell you i found the best world the world i'm in right now it's the spawn is super good it's right next to a village um and there's like a river next to it. The the terrain is great. It's right next to a sand temple I just found in the desert. It's it's a really good map. See, I like. And I know some people not spawning near villages. No, see, what I like oh. is when you spawn in a place with a lot of different biomes around, like yeah. kind of like a crossroads mm-hmm. of biomes. Because I like having the options of going to different places. Like if there's a like a desert. And a forest area, and then like a grassland, and maybe mountains all in the same area. It's cool for me. Yeah. You know, the one other one other thing that I would maybe uh, hint towards that I think is always cool. Um, the Java Minecraft, for all the flaws it has, one of the best oh, features it does have that Bedrock does not is the ability to have the what is it? What is it called? Um, the super crazy world generation. Oh, oh um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's um, 
Oh gosh, how Hold can on. I not remember what that's called? Hey, 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 remember where I said if I had the thing here, I could figure out things? Don't Google it. Don't Google it. Hold <laughs> on. I'm loading up. Oh, I messed up. Oh, I messed up. I messed up. No, no, stop it. Extreme biomes. Yeah, that's what it's called. How is that so hard to remember? Because <laughs> we never use it, probably. You know what? Yeah. I, okay, weird random tangent, but I just remembered because I was like, I wonder, would it be funny if there was a biome that it was just entirely wheat? And then that made me remember something else. Oh, wheatcraft! I've always wanted to make. I've always wanted to make a texture pack, and it's just the same as normal Minecraft, but it replaces all of the wheat with a picture of Will Wheaton's face. And I would call it Minecraft. I don't know why we never did that. You know who Will Wheaton is, right, Chris? Yes, of course. Of course. Okay, so I was wrong. There's large biomes. There's Uh amplified. Amplified. That's it. There's single biome. There's caves. God, single biome would be so island. boring. Correct. Have you guys done the cave or floating islands ones? No, but I've done completely no. underwater. That's always fun. The cave one, oh, the entire world is underground. So, so like you feel like nether. a dwarf. No. Because <laughs> you still got trees. Because you, you go got... up, you get hit bedrock. I, I mean, yes, but it's, it's the overworld underground. It's like the nether light. And then floating islands is just Obviously. awesome. It's a lot Flo- of fun. I like that kind of challenge stuff where like the those maps that people make where it's an entirely underwater world and you have to live in like a single dome. That kind of thing's cool for me. Those are hard. They're hard, but mm-hmm. they're cool. I love that kind of thing. Yeah. Now see though, we, we could do we could do certain challenges like this too. Like if we Okay. If we do a sort of let's play a video, we can always play normally. But every once in a while, we can say, hey, we're going to move to this certain part of the map or whatever, and we have a challenge where we have to live underground or whatever. We're starting fresh because that's what's cool. You don't just because you have all this stuff, like say we all have diamond or now it's netherite armor type Mm -hmm. stuff. We don't have to use that. We can always leave it behind and say, "Okay, we're going to do a challenge for a while. And it's just fun. So, yeah, that reminds me of when I was in high school, I liked a couple challenges and stuff. And I found one that I thought was really interesting. And it was like minecraft gods almost and you had to live under certain not necessarily restrictions tenets? but like rule sets and yeah like tenants and yeah. there were like a couple different gods there was like roku who was the god of like dwarvish kind of stuff so it was metals and precious streaming stuff from one device <sighs> and you had to uh like live underground specifically and there were different Best tiers of it kind of laughing at that yes <laughs> It was like a tree god where you had to live in the middle of a forest and do certain things. You couldn't kill any animals or any mobs, for that matter. There was one where you had to live in the sky, one where you basically had to destroy the entire world, and it was actually really cool. Well, yeah, we we did something similar to that, because I think you were telling me about that once, and then we, we were playing in a world by ourselves. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. And we built, we built an a altar. Shrine. A oh, shrine. Yeah, it's, it's like an altar. And we would... We would, if we ever needed something and we didn't feel like going for it, we would offer, soffer? I'm trying to say sacrifice and offer. Soffer. We were trying to soffer to the gods. Um, soffer. Like diamonds or things. Ourselves? Yeah. It was super weird. It ended up, it ended up really going kind of chaotic near the end, though. It was fun though. So it was kind of interesting, but yeah, like self-imposed that, rule sets and things like that, or just kind of adding roleplay kind of stuff into it, is I I feel like we should call this the versatility of Minecraft because that's kind of what we've been going off of the whole time. 
but it's it's true because it's so much versatility. You can literally and I was thinking earlier about how people have created actual like calculators or computers in the game or how people make art in the game and it's just the whole game is well, just somebody made a computer endless possibilities. And played, mine, played Minesweeper <laughs> off of a computer made in Minecraft. Mm-hmm. You know the real question though is can you run Doom in Minecraft? Give it a couple more years. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Oh my god. You can already play Pokemon. Oh, dude. Did you ever play Pokecraft or whatever it was called? Pixelmon? Pixelcraft. Pixelmon. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that Pixelmon. was cool. I remember playing that it, over the course of its like development. It was cool, but it was like, okay, it's just Minecraft with Pokemon. Yeah. I was kind of hoping that they had more option to it. Gonna leave four and actual story yeah. and something like that or yeah they something just more than just who i can mine and fight stuff but i can also use a pokemon if i want that you know is harder to fight with than just my sword i remember there was a server that was trying to kind of utilize pixelmon into a pokemon world like they'd recreated kanto region and were working yes. on basically making it into a actual viable pokemon world and i think yep. i think it ended because it just life stuff but it was pretty cool i hopped on for a bit and was playing and it was they had pokemon centers and they had npcs programmed in to a certain extent and you could fight other trainers it was kind of cool yep you can do that in regular pixel too yeah but it didn't have a dedicated like world for it is the big thing yeah that was their whole thing is the server was supposed to be the kanto region so you could run around the kanto region and basically play mm-hmm. as a trainer in minecraft so so this is a really really a crazy overview of just minecraft in general but it, it's a good example too of just how it applies to everything it's not like you can just start talking about i i don't know say monster hunter where it's like oh you can talk about the monsters you can talk about the gameplay or the weapons but it's not like i can go on monster hunter and have a cup of coffee or build myself a house where in minecraft it's like yeah it's it's the language through which we experience the world instead of the rules where we just play a game loop. Um, it's an open-ended type game. It is very open-ended, but it also it gives us some freedom of what we can choose to talk with in the future. If, if uh, we decide to, which I think we have talked with a bit, is um, if there's specific updates that we really want to talk about and of how that affected the game, if there's features in there that it's like this is this is a really cool thing that I think deserves mention, or uh, how do we think this mechanic works? Like shield mechanics that um, I feel like are always cool, but never really get used all that much. Or you know, <laughs> talking all, all about these the things. combat update where I kind of got really annoyed with the whole sword needing a refresh <laughs> time to hit shit. Yep. Did they get yeah, rid of that? I, uh, they don't have it in Bedrock. Maybe I just well, haven't fought anything lately because no, I use bows more now. You can spam click, but it's it's the if you wait, it, it hits harder. It's a it's a power attack. Mm-hmm. It's really annoying, yeah, is what it combat is. More. They they just wanted to make the combat side of it more entertaining for the people that that was their bread and butter. Yeah, but Minecraft's but like not really a combat wrong. game. It's not. <laughs> The point of Minecraft is not to be uh, a hack and slash fighting game with strategy and stuff. It's okay, but did it make the game worse? Eh, no. No, I would argue yes. Yeah. In the long well, yeah. run, no, but it makes combat it... worse. 
I, I think it goes, I, I think that's one of the few things that went against the overall design language of Minecraft, where if you look at Minecraft, they have very basic rules that work in almost every type of scenario. And like they, they're very careful about adding features because they don't want to upset this, this, this uh, very well balanced um, premise of how things work. Everything in Minecraft, I mean, obviously bugs exist, but mm -hmm. like most of the features that are in Minecraft are very well thought through and aren't just tacked on where you could with a mod just throw in whatever you want. And Minecraft's like, okay, do we really want this feature in here? It's kind of like with them adding netherite. Um, it didn't really upset the whole balance of diamond armor and remove the importance of it, but it did add an option for people who wanted to push their equipment further gotcha. with this um, combat, <laughs> the whole combat update. It tried changing this open catalyst of a game where there's very set rules and it's just basic enough to do whatever you want in it and tried adding almost a flavor where it doesn't fit or where I, at least I don't think it fit very well. Yeah. And I would argue that it didn't fit enough because they didn't add it to any other release outside of Java. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, sure, we have shields and everything, but yeah, in, Java, uh, in Bedrock, which is at this point everything else, it's old combat style still. Hmm. Honestly, it was fairly streamlined and like, it's never been a strategic game anyways, so mm -hmm. there's no real need for the but whole there, there timing. Was a big, yeah, but there was a big community surrounded surrounding PvP. You had the Hunger Games, um, and then you have uh, the just a lot of PvP servers, and some of the best, I, wouldn't, I don't know if best is the right word, some of the people who play Minecraft the most, the speedrunners, the people who have all the tips and tricks they they use that a lot in their content and their day-to-day -day. um mm -hmm. like i i watch what's his dream one of the the fastest speedrunners in minecraft and i watched him 1v1 a ton of famous youtubers and the best guys and watching someone who does use that mechanic and use it well i'm like man that's pretty cool. That's a pretty neat feature. And if you don't know, you're going to get wrecked. So I it I think it was appealing to a certain group that felt like, eh, I don't even know if they were feeling like they were being left out. But when it came out, people were like, man, this is cool. And then all See, the... I, I See, think, I think I figured out what I was trying to say more succinctly. Um, when Minecraft adds features, they usually don't... They, they do it to add the ability but not necessarily hamper an already existing ability so when you look at netherite for example they just added the option to do it but never said you had to do it or never it, it was always like an, an addition to yeah. where like with this combat update adding the option to jump and as you're falling down deal more damage like critical damage that's really cool because it's simply just adding features not adding a hinder but having it where if you're going to spam an attack and it kills the damage output that you can do unless you do it when the potential for the attack is at its maximum that hampers the gameplay style of some people and i think that goes against minecraft gotcha. does that make sense for, yeah, in they're my changing opinion, core mechanics yeah right. in my opinion what it does is it penalizes you for playing how you've always played 
Yeah, if that makes of. sense. Because, like you said, they're changing the core mechanic, so it changes how you play the game from how you've been playing. I mean, if you've been a person who's been playing since Alpha, and now all of a sudden this is different, it's going to take you time to adjust because it is no longer the same game in a way. Mm-hmm. I watched Markiplier. I'm not even, I think Jacksepticeye too. I was watching their newer Minecraft playthroughs and they're sitting here trying to fight mobs on the first night and they're spamming and the mobs just aren't dying and then they're getting <laughs> wrecked and then you see a few episodes in, they're like, how did I do that much damage? And then it takes them like 10 minutes to figure out, oh, there's, there's a cooldown for the swing. Yeah. So, it, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it is a, like I said, changing core mechanics of the game instead of, like you were saying, adding to the game. It would oh. be like I don't know, removing badges in Pokemon. Like, come on, what's up with that? Do they do that? <laughs> that's 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 for another day. That's for another day. There's all, I'll, I'll just do the quick answer. There's always an equivalent for it, but badges might not exactly exist all the time. They took them out. Mm-hmm. um there's one yes, thing that's that's another day <laughs> there's one thing i did um this wasn't part of our original list but it's something that i thought about just now when we were talking and i think it would be interesting is okay. sort of like the impact that this game has had on the game industry since its inception because mm. i think over the years you could see that minecraft has had a huge impact on many many games that have come out since its creation i mean heck terraria stardew valley uh, like their crafting, even in most games, has come about after the invention of Minecraft. I do want to do a quick clarification where it did not necessarily inspire much on Terraria. I believe, if if I remember correctly, they were uh, built around the same time, and so by saying that Minecraft inspired Terraria, that actually might end up pissing off a lot of people. Okay, sorry, I don't know a whole lot about Terraria. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll have a, an episode on that once you get a chance to play it a little, <laughs> but the, they, they do, they are both, um, kind of of the same art style in a way. So it, it does get mashed together a bit. I always thought one was just a 2d version of the other. Yeah. Not at all. I'll get a lot of backlash <laughs> for that. I'm ready. Bring it. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, but like, Bring seriously. It. So what are your thoughts on that though? Like that it has impacted the game industry in major ways. Do you think so, or am I just kind of crazy? I think so. Um, it's kind of like, I, I think before Minecraft was big, Roblox was really big, right? And Roblox is still kind of around, but at this point, it's almost the poor man's Minecraft. Now, we could get Roblox backlash from that. Roblox was the original but, Fortnite. <laughs> right. Um, but Minecraft really just polished everything. Yeah. And they, they made a really good experience and something that it makes people just constantly want to come back because it's never the same experience. Also, I um, feel like I could be wrong, but I feel like Minecraft was one of the first times an indie game really became something mainstream and like just this huge cult hit that just became like it's an everyday thing. It's it's a household name now. Yeah. You can't go anywhere without hearing about Minecraft. Right. I, I agree. The the thing that I think Minecraft is probably best um or not best known for, but something that they've really done in the games industry that is rarely done because people get greedy um, is the monetization aspect. And I know there are a lot of people pissed off about monetization when Bedrock first announced the marketplace. Just wait till there's microtransactions. <laughs> Ubisoft. They're, they're, yeah, exactly. That, well, that's, that's the poor way of monetization. Uh, Minecraft is one of those games that <laughs> constantly adds features. 
and there's a lot of games that were like, eh, we're not getting enough money to add new features, so we're just going to make version 2. Minecraft had never done that, and they don't, they don't seem to care too much if you bought your version way back in the, when you first could buy something, because they still have this, they, they now have a way to make money in a way. They have Minecraft Realms, which is server hosting directly from Minecraft, which I use that on um, Bedrock version because it, I can log into my world on any device I have, and I own Minecraft on every single device except the PlayStation. Um, beyond that, I mean, like you can buy versions for it, but that's not really much. The cool thing I think they added is the ability to add stuff from or buy stuff from their marketplace. It does not affect the game at all because you can still play base Minecraft just fine. And it's never going to make it be like, oh, you didn't buy our new upgrade version, so you can't get these new features. Now you get all the features they add, but you can support both the company and the creators who spend all their time on making this awesome extra content by just buying, throwing them a couple bucks on the marketplace and getting to explore their worlds or use their texture packs or whatever. I think it's one of the most friendly monetization options because it's never forced. Absolutely. Um, For them, it feels right. like one of those things because they're so nice and stuff and because of their business practice, it's almost like you want to spend money on them mm -hmm. because, I mean, it's one of those things where if, if, if a business is being real greedy and just like real dickish with their money practices and such, you're like, nah, I don't really want to pay for this anymore. But right. with this, and, and this also brings to mind, like, Stardew Valley, they created that, which is something else. But it's like, if you have a developer who actually kind of cares about what the people who buy their game think about and what they care about, it makes you more inclined to want to support them. Exactly. It's also something cool because I, I like the ability to... I, I, supporting companies awesome. I do that all the time, and I... I I buy plenty of stuff for Minecraft too, just mm -hmm. simply because I like them. I might not even use it all that much, but I, I do throw a couple bucks over them yep. all the time. Um, but the ability to also serve the content creators is something to me that's really cool. And you can do that through multiple ways. You can like use YouTube and sponsor people that you really like, and that's kind of content creation support. But when it comes to map creation, a lot of people were really used to being able to download everything online for free. Um, but I, I like the option where it's like you can now choose to spend some money and support them. They get paid for all the work they put in. They put in a ton of work. <laughs> Building yeah. maps is not easy. Um, but you can also go on the Java version and find a lot of the same content for free if you really wanted to. But, you know, on, on, on that route, you can always go through Patreon or other ways to support. But it, it just, I like being able to support communities that are deserving of it. And so that's one of the things I like. Definitely about it. deserves it. Oh yes, definitely. Yes. So, there's my spiel on all of that. <laughs> all right, we're we're running running about an hour. I don't remember. Yeah. How much at the beginning? Wanna? We were about we... ten minutes in when we started. Yeah, we should probably be wrapping up. I mean, I, I think so. we've had a pretty decent stopping point, for the most part. Yeah. I mean, we've said our bit. I'm. Right, and this is kind of what you can expect from future stuff from us. I mean, uh, we're we're really just going to talk about whatever we feel like talking about on it. But I mean, if there's something that uh, for any listeners out there who want us to talk about certain stuff, you can always bring it up. Um, but we we don't want to just 
do the usual where people are going to talk about, you know, this game has this much features and it has this graphic, so clearly it's better than that game. We just want to talk about the game in general, what we love about it, what we don't, and, you know, maybe go from there and talk about mechanics because those are also cool too and they're integral to games. So, I don't know. Next week. Next week. Next next time we have a, a, a podcast. Next time we're going to be playing insert we're not game playing, playing anything here. we're not playing anything stop saying playing we don't we're not playing anything you're the only I'm one playing play anything i stopped playing a little bit ago but all I'm right gonna be playing it. i'm just gonna make the decision right now all right next time pokemon? we're gonna be next time we're gonna be talking about pokemon because it's a pretty easy i mean we're all fairly knowledgeable about pokemon i'd say do we want to do and a specific game or no it's gonna, gonna be we're gonna do an overview wide. we're gonna do an overview yeah, and like minecraft later on we can do specific episodes so like we can talk about mm-hmm. like Pokemon Ruby. That's an Sapphire. interesting. That's an interesting. Yeah, no, I think it'd be. Yeah, it just lets overview. us really like delve into it. Like we can get our own ideas out for general thoughts on the franchise, our history with it, and stuff, and then we'll go games. in depth. What we'll mobile games? I mean, there's one, there's one I really think. Your Fire Emblem game. Well, ooh, that's a good point. That's we a good one. We could do Fire no. Emblem as a whole, and then I, go into yeah, that. Fire Emblem as a whole probably. Even though I don't. Oh, I could just grab I could just grab uh emulators, play them that way, so I can mm-hmm. get some no. Spoiler. Egg Inc. I, oh, Egg I, Inc. I, I I'm serious. That and it could it could, we might could do just a genre because it's a uh AFK type game. But I think we could Egg talk Inc. about stuff like that. Egg Inc. is probably the best one and I could I could do a whole episode on that. And if I think if you guys get it and play it for a week you'd see what i'm talking about i mean we can okay. we can definitely keep that in mind but let's add that to our list I, I know i personally have an indie game that is i believe is still free to play that i think would be really cool if we did a topic or at least a section on it well, i'm um, sure there's plenty of games <laughs> yeah this one specifically i think is excellent just because it it, it 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 destroys the boundaries that a game is normally in oh no you guys remember the 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 the, the daily quest thing we did daily quest um it was so you'd you'd set up things that you wanted to do it's like, oh, it was like chores creator. and homework and stuff and yeah the like, habit creator and yeah then you were in oh, a group habitica. habitica habitica yeah that's the one yeah that was a fun game i use that all the time you or i used to yeah. use, used to use it yeah i did no. for like a month <laughs> oh i did it for like a whole year well, you were the one who i think introduced us to it yeah it was cool <laughs> i don't even i forgot that existed all right, we are we, we are we are getting yes. off topic, and that is another another podcast completely that you guys should listen to. Uh, listen to Face Jam. Uh, there, I've done my Stop duty. Stop plugging listen other people's Jam. podcasts. No. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening. This has been Flying Goblin Foot, the weirdest title. I'll get used to it, I guess. Uh, you just say the FGF. Look, I don't care. Look forward the Fugif. This has been Fugif. Fugif. Look out for our next episode on Hurricane Man, probably. Unless we have issues, which I don't. Well, um, we'll come up with a better outro. Yeah, um, I'm going to, we're going to try and do every other week release. So, yeah. Yep. Anyways, cheers. Uh, goodbye. <laughs>